Welcome to the JB Show. <laughs> hey, so yeah, Jake, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know we're both not doing much, but uh, I'm trying to get as many podcasts in as possible at this point. No, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, so we were just talking about like my hair is extremely too long right now, and I'm guessing a lot of people need haircuts. Like, <laughs> well, I don't yeah, know it's gonna end, but I'm trying to get my cut soon enough. <laughs> Yeah, we. I mean, our hair grows like long, quick. It's a serious issue. Like, what are people going to do? There's a thing on Instagram now where people are just shaving their head. I, I'm really debating on doing that. I think I could. I, I would definitely do it today if I had uh, a buzzer. But I don't. yeah, but have you ever shaved it like buzz cut like down to a one before? When I was in like middle school and in camp, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dude, back yeah. in camp for visiting day, like everyone would have the mohawks too. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I did it for the first time last year and discovered I have a really horrible, like, what's it called? A crow? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Was it called crow's foot or something like that? I don't know. I've crow's, never heard of that. Crow's peak. Yeah, that's what <laughs> it's called. Peak. Yeah, like super sharp, like widow's peak, widow's peak. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so tell me a little bit about, like, your drive. And so you drove from... Miami to Philly, but then you just hopped to Philly real quick or were you just there for spring break? No. So for spring break, I went to visit my girlfriend in Denmark. So, Oh shit. Yeah, no, it's actually insane. So we went over there. I was there for, I went there Thursday and leaving the airport Thursday, coronavirus was the first case in the U S like nothing was going on. Nobody was worried. Everything was fine. It just got to Italy. Nothing was an issue. Obviously, it was in China, but, you know, there wasn't really anything going on in Europe yet. So we get there. The first weekend, we go to Barcelona. And when we get to Barcelona, one of my girlfriend's best friends uh, does a broad program in Madrid. Yeah. And she started worrying because cases started doubling overnight. Yeah. So we leave Barcelona. Everything's fine. Get back to Denmark. Now it's past the weekend. We're at Monday, Tuesday. Her best friend's program shuts down. Now schools are sending everybody back. They're requiring all kids to leave Europe. And then um, by Thursday, a week after I got there, um, President Trump, it was too, I can give you the full story if you want. It's super long, but. I have a similar story as well. You keep going, you keep going. Okay, so Wednesday night, not to brag, but we go to this restaurant called Noma. And out of the past four out of five years, it was ranked the number one restaurant in the world. Salute. Yeah, it was incredible. So we go there, we get back. It's like 11 p.m. We lay down and go to bed. Um, my girlfriend's roommate comes in the room, wakes us up and goes, hey, our program just got shut down. Like, we need to go back. So now we're kind of freaking out. All right, well, I'm leaving Sunday. Um, you can come back with me. So they wanted her to leave Denmark by next Friday. So uh, eight days later. Okay. So she's on the phone with her parents, talking to her mom, talking to her dad. We get everything figured out. We lay down again, 2 a.m. comes, uh, about to go to bed. Roommate comes in for the second time. Trump just said everyone has to leave Europe to come back to the United States by Friday, which now is tomorrow. But let me stop you for a second. So I was in London and I had the same issue like that whole time. And we were bugging out because I was getting calls from people saying like, get the fuck home. If you were a U.S. citizen you were able to come back. Which, but they didn't clarify that until I know. like 16 hours later. Yeah. Yeah. So we freaked out and we bought an Air Canada flight that stopped in Toronto and then finally brought us back down to Miami. Um, and then once we got down to Miami, everything was fine, but it felt like we were living like a little mini Argo dream. 
It was crazy, dude. We were did the same thing. So we were staying in some hostel in London. And I don't know, the hostels in Europe, like around this point, like I didn't really trust it too much. Like we might have had it. Like who knows? Because people are asymptomatic and you know what I mean? Like right. we were both just all over Europe during that time. So I got a call. We all woke up and we all just bought like one way tickets to Miami, like just to leave the next day, <laughs> just because I was like, I'm not staying in like a different hostel for the next two days to like chance the risk of getting it and then not being able to leave. So yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. At one point, we were up 41 hours straight between booking the flights, getting to the airport, because nobody drives in Denmark. You get to the airport by bike or by metro. Yeah. It's like amazing. Um, but it's it the same was, thing as, as Amsterdam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was absurd. It was a crazy experience. And the funniest part was we're going through customs in Toronto because um, when you go to Canada, they have like a one-for-one program with the U.S. where it's open borders. Yeah. So you go through customs there. And he was like, where are you coming from? We are like Copenhagen. He was like, oh, you guys are one of those kids. All right, you can go through. What does that even mean? <laughs> no, because he just heard that Trump, you know, everybody just found out like everybody from Europe from abroad programs have to come back. Oh, down. okay. Yeah, so he was like, oh, you were abroad. Yeah, you go right ahead. You're yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. So there was five of us in London four of us left and one of my roommates stayed behind and we left on Thursday morning and he stayed till Saturday. And when he got back, he was held in like a CDC waiting room, got his temperature taken. And it That's was like a whole crazy. mess. The airports are getting crazy for yeah, like with the six hour lines, yeah. like waiting to get through customs. Yeah. We were lucky. We got through early. Yeah. So do you know, um, anyone with the virus personally, like you don't have to shout out names, but I'm just, no, personally, no, but like friends of friends um, that were in London got it. Um, but it was like super, like very asymptomatic. Then he got a couple, he got a call for like a day or two and, you know, decided like, hey, all right, this is going around. Let me go check, get checked out. And then, you know, he, but had, he was like fine. Yeah, he was fine for the majority of the 14 days to the days he had like a minor cough. Um, little lightheaded when he stood up, when, when yeah. he started like walking fast, yeah. he got, you know, a little winded, but and otherwise no. Yeah. I have the same thing. Friends of friends, but now I'm hearing about, um, friends of friends, like wh- whose whole family has it, which is pretty crazy, but I don't know anyone that's gotten really sick from it. The, the one thing is now they're saying there's one guy, in Miami just passed away. He's 40 years old, which it's weird because the younger population in the U S is getting more sick than the population in Italy, which they have a more, they have a higher death rate, but I think the younger kids are getting more sick here. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's also interesting how it's spread in Italy too, especially with their culture, how they greet people. Like, you know, they kissing people. You think, you know? yeah, that probably has a huge Yeah. I think that definitely helps on top of when you go over there, when you go to Europe, you don't realize how much they smoke. Like oh. They smoke an absurd amount of cigarettes. Also, there, there's like more density, and I think there's more people per household in yeah. Italy than there is. In yeah, there. with the whole yeah the whole family vibe. They have grandparents living in the house. Kids yeah. come back from playing around. Just weird because obviously we're not going back to school. Like that's yeah. out of the question. Um, but will school start on time? Next semester. Next semester. Yeah. I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats. Wait, what's going on with your graduation? So our graduation got pushed to December. Wait, of the, of like twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, of twenty twenty. Oh twenty twenty. Okay, this December. Okay, okay. Wow. 
Yeah, which is kind of sucks, but I'll I'll probably go back. To, I need I want to walk. If all my friends are going back, like I, I definitely yeah. want to say goodbye to some kids. But so does that mean you're graduating with the fall kids too? No, so their graduation is before us, and then we have ours okay. after them. And I think so ours is even on like a Saturday, so it's like on a weekend, probably when the campus is completely empty. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, just like weird, man. Um, also. Let's talk about our drives a bit. Like, what you? How how long was your drive? Like, what do you think of it? Um, I mean, that was it, that was the sixth time that I've done it in one day. Oh, you've so, done that six yeah, times. Yeah, because I brought my car down freshman year. I wanted to bring my car down because I knew you had to drive everywhere to get yeah. anything in Miami. Um, the first couple of times I stopped halfway in like Virginia Beach, but um, it ended up just being easier to do it in one day. But okay. Um, I mean, I kind of like it. I think it's cool because you don't really understand flying, how much land you're covering. And then you also get to see like how literally the tree, like how the trees change state to state. Oh, I know. And like you go for one hour, then three hours later, it's like 10 degrees colder, which is. Yeah. You start the drive. It's 85. You end the drive. It's 35. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And, And you step out of your car and then you walk in your house and you and you're sitting there and you say, "Wow, I was in Miami this morning." Yeah. And I just I went down the street and I drove home. <laughs> like what? But you did it over what two days? Yeah, cause I get really tired at night when I drive. Yeah. So I left at like five a.m. Um, to leave Miami. Packed up my whole car. All I have at my house is like my bed, which I don't even need. So I'm like, I don't need to go back, but we'll see what happens when it clears up. And I did a stop in like near Rayleigh one night and then uh, I did the rest in the second day. Okay. But like, I feel like after doing it, I probably could have done it in a day. Yeah. So what time Um, did you leave and get home? I left at three, around three 30 AM. Wow. Did you get sleep that night? Yeah. I got four hours sleep. How? Yeah. Um, well I needed, well, what happened was we obviously coming from Denmark, we came down to Miami. Then I flew back to Philly with all my clothes packed all my bags, put all my clothes in there, um, flew back to Philly. Then a couple of days later, flew back down to Miami um, and then put the rest of the stuff I could fit in my car. Okay. Everything I brought down. So that was like my bed, bedside table, TV, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I packed everything up, landed, got to the house, packed everything up, went to bed around like 10 or I guess 10.30. So it was five hours. Okay. And then woke up around three um, and then just hopped in. But yeah, left at three thirty. Um, get to Jacksonville before eight, because at that at that time in the morning, there's nobody on the road. Yeah, there was. Um, I didn't hit any traffic. Yeah. One like section of traffic, but I used Waze, so I was able to get around. Yeah, especially in Florida, where there's fourteen lanes on I ninety five, so yeah. you can fly. So you get to Jacksonville really quickly. The only tough part in pastimes is when you get to DC, you hit rush hour. So that sucks. There was like no traffic for me still. Like no one was really on the road. Yeah, nobody was on the road because of everything that's been going on. Yeah. So um, just I think stay, I think got to Jacksonville before 8. Then Georgia's really quick because you're in the little narrow section in the bottom right. Um, what's tough for me, you, you hit a point like, did you watch Ford versus Ferrari, that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember when he's saying like at 7,000 RPMs, everything becomes a blur? Yeah. Yeah, so at a certain point when you're driving for like eight hours straight at, you know, let's say above 80 miles an hour, you know, 80 starts to feel like 30. Oh, I know. And every, yeah, and everything starts to become normal. 
And it's not until you hit a wall at like when you hit North Carolina or when you hit right into Virginia after like 12 hours, when you start to think, Hey, maybe I can't make it. Um, like maybe I should pull over, but you feel fine. You just feel tired. Um, then you get out, you know, have a red Bull. you get back in. And then after another hour, you start feeling like, wow, maybe I could drive the main today. Like, yeah, I know it's, it's crazy. So whenever you step outside the car and like refreshing yourself, go to like the bathroom, like grab a, a cup of coffee, like you were saying, and then hop back in, you're like ready to go. It's just until that point where it was like 30 minutes until you hit that gas station, I'm completely wiped. Yeah. It's shocking how you get like the ebbs and flows of your energy. So I stopped at this one gas station and there was this uh, full, like, I guess like tourism bus of probably like 80, like, um, like elderly citizens. And they were all just going out to go to the bathroom. I was like, this couldn't be a worse place just for like, them to just like, line up. I was like tiptoeing around everyone, just like trying not to touch anyone, you know? It was, it was bad. Excuse me, guys. Yeah. And like, I don't even think they knew what was going on because some of them like weren't even washing their hands and they're like touching the door on their way out of the bathroom. And I was like, geez. Yeah, dude. A lot of my friends were like, yeah, I never washed my hands in the first place. Like, this is the first time I've washed my hands after using the bathroom. <laughs> Like, guys, are you kidding? You're, you know what's uh, the reality, punching? though? What sucks? And this is a big, the biggest pet peeve of mine. You, so you go to the bathroom, you wash your hands. Then you have to touch the door. Yeah, yeah, right. right. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but Miami does a great job of leaving the trash cans right by the door. Yeah. So you, you can get, grab a paper yeah. towel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I use yeah. my shirt. Like, I used to use my shirt. Okay, that's smart. I kind of like road trips. Um, what do you do to keep busy in the car? Like, are you just on FaceTime, like listen to podcasts, music? Yeah, no, I call a few people, um, listen to a few albums. And then like when I get tired, I throw on like a big booty mix and like go crazy. That's smart. Yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's lit. Um, but then pull over, like stretch as much as possible. I, I saw you stopped at the NASA sign. I really wanted to do that, but I just drove by it. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to uh, Yeah, no, I never saw that sign before when I did it. Because when you go around D.C., there are two ways you can go around. And that was the first time that I went kind of through D.C. that way. And you pass right by that NASA facility. That was so sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, but, yeah, stopped at NASA. And then the part in North Carolina where it was that, like, abandoned church there was a huge accident on 95 and they took us around a detour through like Bumbleville. Oh wow. That's or like sweet. Hicksville or whatever. And it was, yeah, it was really crazy. So do you have um, any hot take on when you think all this is going to be over and it's going to be safe to resume like out and just go about our lives normally? Um, personally, no, but I mean like, uh, like Bill Gates, did you see the Ted talk of him. Oh saying, yeah. Like, in 2011. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So whatever he says, I think we got to believe at this point. What did uh, so I think? What did he say? I think it's till we find uh, a cure or there's herd immunity. I don't know if you like know what that is. No, I don't. So that's when sixty percent of the population has the virus. Okay. So they're infected. They're already cured, and then the other forty percent can't get it because the people that are already infected and it passed out of their system. Okay. But what's interesting now is there's people in Wuhan, China, that had the virus, recovered, and then tested positive again for the virus. Yeah, that's scary. But they're asymptomatic. Yeah, they're asymptomatic the second time. That's really scary. Yeah. But I think what this means is that the only way to get past this is when we're going to have a vaccine, which is probably going to take 12 to 18 months, like they're saying. Yeah, that's that's what Bill Gates just said, too. 18 months, which sucks. 
Yeah, it sucks. But I like at the beginning when this started, we were thinking there's other two ways we can do this. We can lock down and stay in our houses until they find a vaccine. Which, um, jeez. Yeah, until it, which which is a year and a half. Or we could live normal life. People get sick like the flu, but I mean, a lot of people are going to pass away, which is terrible. I know. I, and the problem is that the front line in the hospital work, like those workers, are probably going to get pretty sick. And I yeah, think they're working cons- 70 hours, 80 hours a week. Yeah. Destroyed in there. Yeah. Also, if you're, I, I don't know, like how bad your infection is versus if you're in the hospital versus if you catch it regularly. Wait, so what's happening right now? If you don't mind me asking with your, are you still like looking to stay in Miami or? Well, personally, possible? like for, for school. Yeah. Like, are you coming back next year? Or did- yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, as you know, I've been thinking about transferring for a while. I don't know if I'm, I don't, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to come back. I'm either going to, I'm going to stay up in Pennsylvania, probably either okay. Penn or Pitt. Okay. Um, I heard back from Pitt and got in, but Penn there, everything, you know, admissions they're sending out. And this is for students right now too. A lot of admissions are delaying decisions. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I know Miami's not in work. Yeah. My little cousin's trying to, um, get into Miami, but I don't know if she's going to, like what, what that process is going to look like. Yeah, it sucks. It's yeah, scary. It's pretty crazy, man. It's all pretty wild. Also, you know what's tough? My graduate class, and same with like all the other seniors out there, we're entering the economy in like one, one of the biggest recessions of our time. So <laughs> yeah, we're all going to be unemployed for such a long time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let's go. Nice. <laughs> yeah, what'd you do out of college? Hey, man, what did you do out of college? Uh, yeah, it's just going to be class of Corona, you know? Um <laughs> Also, if so, when you're applying to schools, Miami is such a high tuition. Are they going to have to lower the cost if they can't take kids in the fall? Because I would never pay full tuition for a school for online. taking online classes. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, well, NYU students, I don't know if you saw, there was some article on NBC Philly. It was like NYU students are petitioning to get their tuition back because they're one of them, because obviously they're in New York, so their schooling is going to be more expensive. Yeah. So like, we didn't pay to go to school online. We paid to go to school in New York city. Like we want our tuition back. Yeah. And, um, I think that, like the there are dean, no way they're going to get it. Are you kidding? The Dean of students replied to like a video of her dancing. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's something outrageous. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's no shot. Yeah. If like Harvard started giving like money back, then I think other schools would follow. That's the only thing. But a lot of schools are going on pass fail. You hear about that? Yeah. We're getting it. Oh, we are? Yeah, we just oh, got a... Nice. So, which is good because we have till May 8th, or I think May 8th or 15th to decide whether we want our courses to count as a letter grade or the credit slash non-credit, which is good. Oh, nice. Hey, that's really good. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's also interesting because all of my friends that, like, had off, some had offers and the companies, like, uh, like, rescinded oh, like the they were. Tr- oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Like, internships and, like, start at, like... Yeah. I mean, like you see a lot of firms right now are laying off like 30 to 40% of their workforce just because they can't afford to pay everyone. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. What have you been doing all day? Netflix binging and just chilling out? No, I feel like, so yeah, let's go over our quarantine schedules. I want you to go first. Just tell me your day to day of the quarantine. Okay. Well, a, a, a bunch of friends of mine have been trying to play a lot of golf lately. Really? Yeah. I saw yeah. you on the course. Yeah. We were on the course, right. We had that live video. Um, <laughs> I don't want to uh, like infringe myself, but we snuck on a ballot because they didn't have security guards there. They didn't have any people working there last weekend. They were one of the few courses that still had pins and holes in, but 
but now everywhere has either plugged the holes, took the pins out, or have cops there. So like we've gotten kicked off of courses maybe over the past week a dozen times. That's funny. And they're not going to like, if you're a cop, you're not pulling anyone over or going up to people at this point. You're from a distance. I'm like, get out of here. You know? Yeah. yeah. They were like, what happened was we were at Cobbs Creek and we walked onto the first tee and there were six cops standing there and they're like, what's up guys? And we're like, <laughs> we're like, oh, Hey, how you doing? And we just played the holes in the back where they weren't yeah. there. And they're like, what do you think you guys are doing today? And we were looking at each other like, uh, we don't know. We're trying to play. And they're like, nah, not today or not. We're like, <laughs> That's amazing. And, they were like, and we were like, yeah, you're right. We're not trying to play today. And we just turned around and walked away. <laughs> yeah. But what's so funny is like people still walk on the golf courses and like take their dog out. And what's the difference to walking on the golf course with your dog and walking on the golf course with clubs and balls? Yeah, there's like, like there's no difference. We're taking a walk, but in between we're hitting a golf ball. Okay. So besides golf, what else we got? Xbox, Call of Duty, Fortnite, uh FIFA, and that's it. And puzzles. Puzzles. Doing puzzles and Netflix. That's yeah. Shit. How about you? So are you in your whole family's home right now? No, my family's kind of spread out because um, we're kind of all over the place where mom and dad and all the kids are. All the kids are grown. I'm one of the younger kids. So I have a sister that lives in downtown Manhattan. Um, a brother. She there? No, she's not there. She actually yeah. came back to Philly. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, but my mom is there with, with my two other little brothers. And she's and my, locked down? Yeah she's, yeah, she's fully locked down. Damn. Um, uh, dad is down in Florida. Um, Wait, we're in Florida. West Palm Beach. Okay. You yeah. didn't want to go there? Uh, no, because I don't really have anything to do there. I don't have like friends. He just moved there. I don't know anybody around there. Yeah. I'd rather stay in town um, and hang out with my buddies. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah, not much. Yeah, not much. Yeah. So um, I'm, I drove to the, my Jersey Shore Beach house. Uh, like I'm in Margate. I don't know if you're familiar. With nice. That. Yeah. yeah. Just because, uh, so since my uh, dad moved to the city, I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to be in that condensed space. So I was like, you know what? I'll come here. The house is completely empty. So it's nice. Like I don't get interrupted with classes, but kind of my schedule's working out is maybe wake up around 10 or 11, eat some breakfast. <laughs> then I have a, a resistance band that I've been trying to do some like uh, backyard jail workouts. And then, you know just chill during the afternoon and kind of make our way busy for night, but doing yeah. a lot of like zoom, like happy hour stuff. It's, it's, it's fun. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. You got to start doing that with your boys. That's incredible. Well, luckily for me, all my boys like live around, like obviously I live downtown, so they all live a few blocks away. Oh, you're in the so, city as well. Yeah. I'm downtown in the city. Yeah. What Remember, area? Yeah. Yeah. You moved to old city. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm right near Rittenhouse. Okay. It's yeah. the city like, really dense right now or not not a lot no not a lot of people are going out the only the only places that are dense are grocery stores and they're getting restocked really well yeah i haven't been to margate in a while what are grocery stores down there like um there's a castles right here and it's just like overly expensive it's like ridiculous and then there's like a shop right and acme like a couple miles away and i've been going there but it just like feels like it's grimy inside you know yeah you just can't stop like people that are sick from coming in and are restaurants open? Yeah, they're just look for a takeout, but I haven't been ordering food. What have you been doing for food? Cooking a lot or just Yeah, we've been cooking breakfast, lunch, and then for dinner we usually get takeout. Yeah, I think I need to start doing takeout. 
But we were talking to the owner of this Chinese restaurant uh, that's down the street. And he was like, yeah, since the virus broke out in China, I've been losing over $1,000 a day because people don't want to order Chinese food. But they're being like sanitary, though. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they're, they're just normal guys from Chinatown. Like, they haven't yeah. been to China in years. They're like, <laughs> nobody wants it. All these white people don't want to buy Chinese food. It's, yeah, stereotypes are crazy right now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I got some like takeout in um, Miami when we were like on one of my last days, and like they made me stand like really far outside of the store, and someone just came out of the store and handed us the stuff. Which oh, and people have been acting crazy around uh, getting the like. There's a guy we went to pick up bagels. There's a guy that darted in front of me, picked up his bagels. I went up and picked up mine. We got two feet from each other. He's walking away from me. He's like, hey, six feet, brother. Like, <laughs> no, it makes sense. I, I, yeah, just like it's weird. Like, I know, just like. What? It was, how old was he? He was like 40. Yeah, no, I would be concerned if I was him too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, dude, really? Wow. Dude, I, I, I'm all about the, the curbside pickup, which is nice. Yeah, it's not that That's bad. better when someone just like, you know, you know, put it on the ground and I'll get outside the car and get it. Or it's like someone hands it to me when I'm in the car. Yeah. How about delivery? De- the delivery guys making all this money now. Oh, yeah. So much money, probably. Like if you're yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah. Or just yeah. bikers around the city. Yeah. But uh, yeah, things are... It's interesting because I think Trump said today that he's considering putting uh, Phil- Philly... New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut in like a mandatory quarantine, which yeah. I don't know what that would mean here compared to like other cities. Right. Yeah. I wonder if I went, do, do you have friends that went down to the shore too? Um, no. So all my friends are in like, I grew up around like Villanova. Right. So, so all my boys out are out there. All my boys are out there, but they're like, yo, I would love to drive up in like a week. And I'm just like, yeah, like possibly, bro. <laughs> I just don't know like how fond my parents would be of that. If like, I just had friends here. So yeah. Yeah. No, was- I know a lot of New York city people are, were trying to go out to long Island and like get Airbnbs away from the city. I would too. Like I would not want to be in New York right now. Yeah. I was just wondering if people from the burbs that have houses down there want to scoot on down. So the biggest problem with that is, these like beach towns aren't stocked for um, the winter. They, they don't get an influx of people during the winter. They're short on police staff, like medical workers, like staff and like even the grocery stores. So you have all these people from Philly trying to escape the city coming here, you know, kind of like myself, but um, they, they're just going to run out. If people get sick, everything's just going to get over flooded. So I think that's like why the, they sent out like a warning or the mayor sent out a warning not to have this influx of people coming from Philly to the shore. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know they sent that out. Now, are restaurants and casinos open or they're closed along with the casinos? I don't know. Maybe AC is open. Who knows? Dude, imagine how much money casinos are losing right now. Oh, have you seen the stocks? What's going on with the stock market and casinos? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, they're getting destroyed. But it's a good time to invest for the future, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's use that graduation money. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, I'm waiting for the right time to invest in the airlines and I think I'm going to put some money in. And other than nice. that, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that was shocking going to the airport and seeing on my flight down to Miami from Philly, there were 13 people on it. And everyone was like so spread out. So there were three rows in between everyone. They did that on purpose or no? No, they didn't do that. It just happened. Oh my God. Yeah, but people were like, I'm sitting next to you. Do you mind if I sit like four rows up? And the guy was like, no, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's funny. Yeah, so I took one flight before this happened. Uh, I visited Michigan this past semester. There was six people on my flight, and that was without, like, the whole corona. And I was like, that's wild. But now I'm seeing, like, pictures of, like, one person on an entire flight, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I chartered a plane for $57. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Round trip? No, 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 no. But, like, people were, like, the one person on the flight. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I took a private plane off. Yeah, United. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they even have to fly just to burn fuel. Like, I think these planes, like, literally have to keep flying because I think there's designated lines at the airports for these flights. So if, like, they're waiting there for a while and not taking off, then, like, the plane behind them gets to take off before them. So they're just, like, losing money. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I didn't understand how that whole thing was set up. And now I'm realizing, like, okay, this is why, like, these planes are <laughs> flying, like, <laughs> even with no one on. That's shocking. Yeah. So, um, wait, so tell me the story. So, uh, you didn't think you're coming back to Miami. I just thought everyone would find this entertaining. I just want to hear okay. that, that bit. Okay. Where do you want me to start with coming to Miami? Like freshman year? Yeah, we, we start there. Okay. So I'm a sophomore now. So this is my second semester, sophomore year, came to Miami freshman year. Dad went there. He loved it. Had a great time. Dad lives down there. Uncle lives down there. What frat was your dad in? He wasn't in a frat. Okay, he wasn't. No, he was just a pothead. (laughs) Respect. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I I know. I was really pumped. Came down there. First semester, I got put in Pearson Mahoney. Oh, man. uh, Because they accepted too many kids in my class. For everyone who doesn't know Pearson Mahoney, you want to describe, like, the setting? Yeah, Pearson Mahoney. um, It's just, like, cinder block, white cinder block, like, really dim lighting, um, no community, no camaraderie between students. Um, it's, it's for sophomores, juniors, seniors, and transfer students. And the dining hall is not really lively compared to the freshman dining hall. At all. Yeah, not at all. There's nothing, there's no floor activities. There's no floor community. You don't go into a common room and hang out. No, yeah. like you go to your room, you sit on your bed and you twiddle your thumbs. Yeah. So there's not go. much to it. Yeah. Yeah. You live in Pearson Mahoney because either you want to live on campus as an upperclassman or because you just transferred in to Miami. But there's also not much to do as a, a freshman first semester right. guy at Miami. And now if you're going to put them in Mahoney Pearson, then that's just going to totally ruin it twice. Not to that. mention it's on the complete opposite side of campus as all the other freshmen. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not bonding. They don't you give never, a fuck. Yeah, they you never care. see them. <laughs> yeah, right. But now so they have the lakeside too, so which is nice. Which is going to be dope. But did you hear what the rent is? Uh, I heard it's really expensive. You want to give me some numbers? Yeah, I heard numbers from a friend of mine. Uh, I think it's 18000 for the whole year. <laughs> 18000 so, for the whole year? That's actually yeah, crazy. So for 10 months, it'll be 1800 a month. For a single or double? For a double. So, no, 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 but it's each. each yeah, is each. I know, 1800 so each. It's like New York City. Yeah, it'll be 3600 for a double living. But you side. know that kids are going to pay that. Yeah, from Miami. they'll be glad to. Yeah, they'd, they'd love that. They'd hand over their money instantly. Yeah. It's funny. I, I think our fraternity, I heard a rumor from like one of the freshmen that we're losing the frat house because of Lakeside. So, you had a secure deposit before pledging even started, which sucks. So, that uh wait what yeah so that might we might not have the house that's what i heard. wait because kids are going to move to lakeside yeah people are like are living in like a lot of kids like freshmen are living in lakeside uh next year instead of that's um, going to be terrible 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wonder what it'll be like if there's going to be like the whole common room thing and like RAs and all that stuff. Yeah, it won't be the same. (laughs) I wonder what red, like, are they putting new restaurants and stuff in them? Where in Red Road? No, in Lakeside. Like, Uh, in the bottom or something. Yeah. I don't know. There, I, I really want Chickies and Pete's to open up a, a stand in the dining hall. That would be unreal. Unreal. You could unreal. put so, so many better restaurants. Yeah, really, guys? We need a Subway or the Burger 365. Burger no. 305 is disgusting, dude. <laughs> Just so nasty. You see their specials? They have like mac and cheese bacon special. It's like, dude, that literally is, like sounds like diarrhea on a platter. <laughs> That would like destroy my Jewish stomach so bad. <laughs> hey, kill me, bro. Give me diabetes and a heart attack now. I know. You can't be eating that with Corona going on. Especially if they're coming from like a nutrition cognate class. Uh, wait, you, you took a nutrition cognate class? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah, bro. I just took that uh, last, last semester. Who do you have? Wesley Smith. Oh, he's the best. He was incredible. He was yeah. so funny. I had uh, Gina Zito. She's like the OG. She's like the best, but... Nice. She's such a funny professor. So she's just like that type of person that like laughs with you. So we went to her office hours once with me and another buddy and I started asking her questions and she was like not trying to roast me for my stupidity of questions, but she just started laughing and then we all got in a laughing fit for probably 15 minutes straight. And I was like, I've never done this with a teacher before. Like, this is so weird. That's cr- I've never even heard of her. Yeah. She's, it's amazing. She's- what I found, I mean, I don't like Miami as a school, but the, every professor I've had, I've genuinely loved. I would have to disagree. Um, okay. Some I love, absolutely. And some I feel like I'm not too connected because I'm not interested in the subject. So that has... Okay. If I'm not interested in the subject, I'm like, eh, like, I don't know with the teacher. But I've had some great professors. Wow. So anyways, you get to... Um, we're getting back to Mahoney Pearson. Okay. Yeah. No, just first semester was really slow. I was alone all the time. All I had was my roommate. Um he was my best friend, buddy of mine, still now. Um, yeah. But it was just nothing what I imagined uh, anything to be like. And it sucks for any, you know, freshman, first year, uh, first semester guy in college. Like, first semester is going to be slow, but I didn't think it was going to be that slow. Um, and then second semester came along. Well, it was winter break where I started thinking, hey, maybe I need to change. I also really hated how it was 3,000 degrees every day in August, September, and October. Dude, when I moved in, it was miserable. Yeah, was I just horrible. couldn't get over that. I would, you know, walking outside, like I would so much rather be in fall right now and then take winter on head on. I know. I would, I, would, I would love fall and then to move to Miami, like come winter. I love fall. Like nothing yeah. gets fall. Because you can wear yeah. your flannels, like sweatpants, sweatshirts, like light jackets. It's like my favorite. Yeah, and you can go outside and you can run around. And you can, like throw a football in 50 degrees and not sweat. <laughs> and it feels good. You know, the problem is, so you come back home and your parents are like, oh, it's so nice out. Like, how are you not taking advantage of the day? I mean, it's nice out every day in Miami, but it's a different type of nice. It's like, oh, I'm sitting outside and it's just like kind of uncomfortable. And you also go to the beach in any of those three months of the beginning of the year and you come back after 15 minutes and you're burnt to a crisp. Yeah. What's kind of sad though is my senior year, I really didn't take advantage of like South Beach or anything at all. I'm just like kind of like finished with it and it's all really expensive. So, right. It's like, doesn't even entice me to like, Go to like Key Biscayne Beach for a day or 
go down to South beach and hit up one of the bars and get drinks. Cause like what that's, you're going to go under like a hundred dollars for a single day, which is crazy. Yeah. You're going to order a margarita for 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> First when I went to Madison, Wisconsin to visit my boys, I show up to a bar and they have $2 white claws. I'm like, damn, I absolutely fell in love <laughs> with this place. <laughs> like it's amazing. Like the happy hour deals are just crazy. We have yeah. nothing. <laughs> no, that's what I thought. That was a big thing I realized freshman year too. Like, when you like people don't realize where they can't first of all what miami is as a city how it's not really a city like when i when you think of when i think of city i think walking around nobody walks around in miami yeah no there's nowhere to also go like it would be cool though if we if you someone started a real estate project right across from campus of like all these college bars and towns that were walking distance yes we have something called the grove and if you were to walk to the Grove, you have a good chance of getting like robbed or jumped because it's a, not a great area. It's also what three miles away. Yeah, which is far. So yeah, let's walk an hour and then let's walk an hour back. To have, so, you know, you really, put really? two, you put two bars that have now that kids can go to because Tavern is closed down. You have Sandbar and what's the other one? Barracuda. Barracudas, and you probably have maybe like a thousand or so kids on like a given night out of the week from all different years going to the same two bars. Yeah. It's a mess. It's like, a complete yeah. shit show. So I think it's just, we, it's in a tough spot because you either do that or you can go out to Wynwood and all this stuff. But if you're not 21, like the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. Especially in Miami. Cause they will take your ID and arrest you. Yeah. No, they yeah. started doing that a lot. Um, when we were freshmen, that didn't really happen too much. You could like buy it back. But I think when we got into our junior year, places started getting so strict because they had no other crime to catch up on. So I guess <laughs> they just kind of wanted to screw over kids. Right. But okay. also, the, there's a fundamental problem. You go to Wynwood, it's a 30-minute Uber from campus. Yeah. Which you're going to hit traffic, and then it's going to be a 30-minute Uber back, and it's going to put you down 40 bucks. I mean, you spoil with your friends, but it's still like, hey, we're going to a bar. We're already down 15 bucks. Yeah. Which is like my dream, you know? Like, that's why it's so fun. I think you should definitely take advantage of visiting your boys at other schools when you have time um, in the upcoming years. Because, like, it's just a different style. Like, going to Michigan, like, Wisconsin, (laughs) like, even New Orleans, it was, like, such a change, you know? Yeah, I want to go to Tulane so bad yeah too late marty was marty's intense like it was fun but i think like bourbon street was a little bit sketchy okay yeah i saw a weird story from bourbon street we saw some guy laid on the like laying flat on the ground and there was like five or six people around him like taking videos and we like we had no idea what happened so we walk back and this guy was getting put in a body bag and i think we literally saw someone die or like close to death like it was crazy. People were just like taking videos of him just on the ground. I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, <laughs> I was like this is actually ridiculous. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. He had a great night. That yeah. sucks. So going back, uh, you something you were saying something. No, no. So any so I just started to realize what Miami was, and it wasn't anything that I thought it would be coming from Philly and coming from downtown Philly where you don't need a car and you can walk pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you know, uh, I just didn't really uh, like a lot of the kids that were there. I didn't feel like I could fit in well. 
but over the summer, I got into a few schools. I play golf. I used to play golf for Penn Charter where I went to high school. Yes, sir. And I, yeah. And I practiced a lot over the summer and I got into Cornell and went, really was motivated to try and walk on that golf team. Um, and then I went and visited, spent a couple days there, met some of the guys there, went to the, went to the frat that I was probably going to be in ZBT and just that didn't feel right either. Really? And I thought, yeah. And I thought to myself, if I'm going to get stuck somewhere for not stuck somewhere, cause obviously we're so privileged to go to such good schools. Yeah. But if, I, if I'm in a place where let's say I go to, you know, that let's say I change schools now. Did you even schools, look to like apply to Michigan? Or like Wisconsin no, or any of the big no. schools? You didn't. You don't want and a part I of that. I definitely should have. No, I should have, and I regret. Dude, it yeah, I feel it. like with that stash right now, you would fit in perfect in Madison. Like you would just run <laughs> Madison, bro. Yeah, dude, Ralph, you love it there. <laughs> yeah, like you, you would rule Madison. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are a few kids from Pencharda that go there, and they're obsessed with it. Yeah. So and I'm sure kids from Radnor too. Oh, like yeah, like uh, if you know Laney, she goes there. Yeah, Laney Markman. Yeah, you yeah, guys there. <laughs> Um, I th- th- I don't know any other Penn Charter kids that go to Wisconsin. I know there was a kid in my grade, Matt Kestenbaum. He lives on the main line a few minutes away. Okay, amazing kid. He plays hockey on their club team and loves That's it. Sweet. Yeah, um, it's a, just bigger schools just have such a different vibe. Like even Penn, I I didn't want to go to Penn State only because a lot of kids from my high school went there, and I just didn't want to be a part of my high school after like school. But yet again, there's like seven kids from my high school that go to Miami now, which is which is like kind of a lot, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, but we went up to Penn State for the whiteout game against Michigan, and it was one of the sickest things oh, I've ever been to. Oh, their football games, the atmosphere is unbeatable. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I was faced with the decision, hey, should I go somewhere I don't feel that it doesn't feel right either and then probably not be able to change, you know, schools again um, or go back to Miami and then give it a second chance, um, you know, you know, join a frat, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, get involved with the, with the experience, see if I like it. Um, and then if I don't have the ability to leave and on, on paper, nobody saw anything happen, you know, there's no record of me looking to change schools. So I did that, came back. And after three days I knew like, nah, this isn't it. Okay. So you're just going to reevaluate some stuff right now over, um, no, it's pretty much, it's pretty much over. Um, uh, like I drove up all my, I have no stuff down there. I'm in. No, I mean like with school wise, are you still applying to places? Or are you just waiting on Penn and then you got into Pitt? Yeah. Just waiting on schools. Cause the, the deadline was earlier this month. So you got anything else up in the air besides Penn and Pitt or. Well, it's Penn and Pitt. And then I just sent one into Virginia for shits and giggles. Cause uh, I, I'm obsessed with that campus. Yeah. But I could never get in out of high school. I mean, I think it's easier to just get into transfer to places, like especially as totally. a sophomore. Yeah, yeah. So you should probably should especially be. with like some of the really good schools too. Like for just like looking around, I'm obviously not smart enough to go to Vanderbilt, but their acceptance rate out of high school is like four yeah. percent, and then transfer acceptance rate is like twenty four percent. You know, like it really jumps up. Wait, so did you um, rush anywhere your freshman year? Or you decided to sophomore year. No, because rushing was in the spring, and at that point, I was thinking to myself, "I'm not coming back." Yeah. So I didn't even I didn't even think about rushing. Yeah. Yeah. Then you almost joined the uh, good old uh, API. Yeah, the, good old API. Yeah. Probably, probably a good thing you didn't. Like, it's not worth to go through all that. 
Uh, and that's what I said to like, a lot of the guys. Yeah. yeah. No, I honestly, that was the best thing that was going for me at, you know, this first semester. Yeah. You know, true. going back, I was so upset where I'd, I would just sit there and like in my bed and be so upset every day. Um, and then, you know, go over to the frat house and see the guys and, you know, be able to hang around them. And, and you know, the one thing I, I say to people that I don't like about Miami is that there's, I feel like there's no community. Like yeah. there's no, there's no walking down, you know, the sidewalk on campus and like seeing a kid in class and be like, Hey, what's up to him? No, like there's, you don't do that. Like you keep your head down and you keep walking. Um, yeah, I think as the point, like, I think a senior year, it's a little bit different. No, but the, fr- I mean, those guys are incredible and they could have been nicer to me and better to me. And looking back, I really appreciate, you know, the little time I had and I had so much fun. Those yeah. guys are so great. I'm glad, baby. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, just to kind of wrap some stuff up, what I just have a couple questions for you. Okay. One, like, what are you looking forward to in quarantine? Oh man. You got to make some fun out of it somehow. I think, I think you got to start the, the zoom, the zoom happy hours with your boys. It'll be fun. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah. I did one last night with all my friends from Australia, like all my study abroad friends. It was yeah. amazing. We were just like laughing the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah. How's like, it? What's his, me name? A beer. <laughs> his name's Cameron. Is that his name? Oh yeah. He's so he wasn't in the zoom. He's from Australia, but like, it was just the Americans that had a zoom. Oh, okay. okay. But, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do a podcast with Cameron soon. And you want to call it like the quarantine special. So I'm, I'm pretty excited <laughs> for that one. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess just a lot of Netflix and chilling out doing yeah. schoolwork. Dude, I just want to keep like somehow, uh, extra, like keep, uh, my physical activity levels up, you know? Yeah, running around every once in a while, doing a push-up here and there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you're like into this at all, but do you know Peloton? Yes. Do you have one? No. So I don't have a bike, but they have an app that it's free to sign up for 90 days, no credit card required. Um, and you're totally able to like take like yoga classes, like strength classes and all this stuff. And I've been doing some of their app stuff and it's actually been like working out pretty well, but they have oh, classes. Wow. They have more than bikes. Classes. Oh yeah, they have a lot more than bike. It's pretty good. Like honestly, the ten minute stretching, like it's been helping my back out a little bit. You know, I'm a little bit old man back. Going on, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. No, it's from yeah, it's from throwing punches. You know? Yeah, it's, it's trying to get the hammies loose. <laughs>